3: love the 80s then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus love Chris Evans
2: love the 80s
3: over on Virgin
2: Radio 80s plus.
0: Welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Aloha. Uh, Rachel's here. Greetings. OK, here we go, Vassos. Give us the big intro, please.
3: He's uh... been top of his game <laughs> and top of the charts since the 60s, yet somehow remains forever young. This Saturday, he's playing a gig in Chris's garden. Next Saturday, he starts his UK tour in Plymouth, and in between, he's launching a whiskey. So let's raise a toast and raise the roof for Sir Rod Stewart. Good
1: morning, Rod. Thank you for... Everything, oh mate, I'm so looking forward to Saturday. It's sure, gonna be the best, be, and if the weather's like this, well, it's gonna be like oh, this. Oh Lord, it's have guaranteed. mercy! It's nailed on. Tell us about the whiskey. Come on, well, with my Scottish heritage, it <laughs> was about time I launched a whiskey, right? It's called Wolfies, and this first bottle in its flight case is for you, my friend. Wow,
0: how rock and roll is that? A flight case
1: of whiskey from Rod Stewart. That is so cool, Rod. Tell us about you and whiskey. Come on, well, I, I wasn't a whiskey drinker, but uh, I've taken to it now and i like it in a cocktail right it's uh, it's really it's really a lovely thing and it's called wolfies which i think is a great name oh my goodness me hand signed Thank you very much. Uh, and did you? Were
0: you involved in this? The recipe? Did you go and visit the distillery? How? How sort of? No, leave it out. took <laughs> on, involved.
1: <laughs> so cool. I, I did go up to the distillery. Yeah. Had some pictures taken. You know, but uh, it, it's it's going to be successful, I think.
0: I love a whiskey too. I love whiskey too much. It's the only drink ever where if you wake, if I wake up with the taste on my tongue in the morning, because it does stay with you, um, I think. I could actually have another one now, and which is not oh. a good... No, I know. That's never happened with any other drink. What about you? Oh, my
1: God. No, no, I, I, I don't. I just drink... Uh, my, my heaviest drink I have is, like, cocktail, yeah. you know. But I don't drink that much. Yes, I do. <laughs> I drink too much. No, you don't, though, do you? That's the whole point. No, I do. This is one one bad habit. I don't think good a habit. I mean, I do like a glass of wine with my dinner yeah. or two. Uh, I just can't imagine having a glass of water with a good meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems senseless, but...
0: And. Um, cocktails wise do you have a go-to cocktail do you have a favourite cocktail
1: Uh, Yeah, I like uh, apple martini, uh, any martinis, really. I don't overdo it, though. I do it, you know, once in a while.
0: I know. Well, this is what I'm saying. So I know you do like a drink, but we've got to talk about Paul McCartney last year at Glastonbury. We've got to talk about um, Joni Mitchell last weekend at the age of 79, playing a three-hour gig. Dolly Parton's in town next week. She's got a listening party for her new album at the age of 77. I've heard some of the album. It's off the chain. It's unbelievable. You are flying. We know that Roger Daltrey is, is doing the same. The thing about everybody who's currently in their 70s is they were children of the 60s. Do you think there's some correlation there between... Because you're all still... You're at the top of your game still.
1: Yeah, well, I think we all love what we do. And it's also a difficult job to give up. You know, I'm moving on. I've made an album with Jules Holland, and it's a swing album. You know, I'm not retiring. Uh, I just want to give the rock and roll a rest for a while. Not that I'm tired physically of it. It just... Another challenge, you know.
0: Yeah, and you've done similar before with like the Great American Songbook. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's that why worked I massively for you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
1: did. And that's why I want to sing because I can sing it. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> You're not really good at this. I'm so looking forward to Saturday. I've told all the bands to lose weight. I know. Because the I... stage is so small. Well, they'll
0: lose weight anyway during the gig because the stage is already up. Is it? Yeah, yesterday uh, we went there. And the guy, Duncan, right? Duncan, who um, basically, he's been supplying... Because we've been doing this for a long time, the dining mm-hmm. Disco. you Disco. This is the last one we're ever going to do. And um, Duncan uh, from Stunning Tents. So you know the TPs that you see at festivals? All yeah, that stuff. So yeah. he does those tents, right? So his boys, nine of his boys were set them up in the garden yesterday, right? Yeah. So I was there, and we were having a right laugh. And I said, "How are my people treating you, you guys?" And they, they said, "Best sparkling water ever." I said, "I think we can do better than that." I said, "What time do you want beer o'clock?" They said, five o'clock." Oh, so wonderful. at five o'clock, we all met under the tree. This this lovely tree. Which you'll see. And uh, we all had a couple of beers. And um, Duncan, who has these... I said, boys, let's have a chippy lunch tomorrow. We're, we're having beers tonight. Let's have fish and chips tomorrow for lunch. Give us your orders. And they all said, we're not going to be here because we go straight from here today to Glastonbury. And he, we've got a new team in today, right? But the point of all this is, Duncan from Stunning Tents, and you'll see his tents everywhere, right? They're, the, they're those teepees, the wigwams. So he sent us the invoice for his tents on Wednesday. 16 grand, right? Amount you. Zero, 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 zero. Wow. And he's always giving us all his stuff for free. Oh, as, well And done, you're Duncan. giving your time for free and your yeah. band are coming. And I, yeah. like you, I know you're up for a party, aren't you, on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> we are really looking forward to it. You know, check is at uh, two o'clock. Yeah. I'm coming down at 1.30. You'll be out of bed by then, won't you?
0: <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to sleep. I couldn't sleep last night.
1: I don't think I've ever looked forward to a, to a gig as much as I'm doing Obviously. this one. Really. Tell, it's tell just, me more about that. It's just totally different. And I did look at the tent. It, the, the edge of the stage, it's, it looks like we're all going to have to have our heads sideways yeah. to be able to fit So we've in, taken so. the walls
0: up now, as of oh, yesterday. Because that's just because of the weather and things. So yeah. because we've we got guaranteed sunshine, we've changed the t- this now a wallless tent. But it's funny because Paul McCartney played for us once. Elton John played for us last year. and And they both said the same thing. Paul McCartney was still talking about the gig afterwards in a New York Times interview two months later because it reminded him of
1: when he started. Absolutely. I mean, when was the last time... What was it 100 people? 104. Uh, 104. I can't remember the last time I played to 104 <laughs> people. Must be when I was playing at Eo Pie Island with Long John Baldwin. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's going to be so good. And then we all go down to pub. Yeah. How big is the pub?
0: It's big enough for us. Don't you oh worry about it. Are you coming? God. Yeah, you betcha. Oh, my god! I'm looking man. forward to
1: that more than anything.
0: Oh, Rod. I'm so, so grateful. Just, I mean, talking about you looking after yourself. You know, I've read your books. I've talked to you loads of times about this in the past. You know, can you, and you've, I, say, I said earlier on, it's a bit like asking your granny for her favourite recipe. How do how, and they just say, oh, you know, you you just do it. How, how do you keep so well? Can you give us some genuine takeaways?
1: Um... It's just keeping yourself active. I work out three times, sometimes four times a week. I don't always like it, right. but I have a trainer who makes me train, and I do a lot of uh, SAS training. In a big swimming pool. I've got an indoor pool, right. which consists of a, 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 a huge brick covered in rubber, and you throw in the bottom, and you've got to swim the whole length of the pool if you can underwater pushing the pushing the brick. I do a lot of sprinting and. You know, it's if you've got to keep yourself fit if you want to stay in this business and keep your legs strong. Yeah, I, I build up muscle in my legs two or three times a week as well.
0: Yeah, because you get older up a bit. <laughs> 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 but as you get older, that's one of the main things you have to look after: your isn't legs, and legs and muscles your as well. Yeah, 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 you got to. But you always did look after yourselves, and even though you've led a, a, a rock and roll lifestyle, and you have the stories, um, you know, to, to prove it. But you, you did always reign it back, and you didn't go a crazy like. You
1: didn't go lost. You didn't go missing no, at all. No, no, not at all. It, it, and I put it down to the fact I played football all my life. Yeah. So even in the heydays of rock and roll, you know, when I was doing a little bit of drugs here and there, I was always, uh, oh, that's enough for me. I've got to go home now. I've got to play Sunday morning yeah, yeah, when I was living in Los Angeles. So I put it down to... Always, always playing football.
0: Really? Um we've had loads of texts about you coming on the show today. Obviously, Alan Brazil, it's his birthday today. He's 64. We start. we we we, we um we hijacked his show at six o'clock. We went in there sang happy birthday to him on the ukulele today. Oh lovely. because uh, I love Alan, don't you? I yeah, mean I know me you too. do. He's, You're your yeah. proper friends, aren't We're you? You're Celtic boys, Celtic boys. Big mates, big mates. And um, I asked him about today on his birthday about his playing days in Wollongong. Do you know about those?
1: In Australia? Yeah. <laughs>
0: He hasn't told me about that. I yeah. can't wait to bring it up. Yeah, I thought he was 12 seasons for Wollongong. It was 12 matches.
1: But apparently you had, like, the best time. So you just come back from Australia. Oh, yeah. How was yeah. it? It just it is a lovely country because they're so much like the Brits. They seem to have the same humour and uh, they like a drink. And you know, that'll be the last time I'm going to go down there now. That's it. So oh, really? I'm sort of... As I said, not going to do rock and roll tours anymore, so these will be the last few British gigs I do. They say never say never, but you... you I'm, not, I'm not retiring now. Right. I'm not retiring. I couldn't do that. It's in my blood. Yeah, and I know the
0: band... Because uh, what's lovely about this, you know, when we started to
1: organise the Dine and Disco...
0: Um, I was watching what, you, what was going on with you in Australia and you sent me a couple of videos and we put them on Instagram, so thanks for all that. And you called me one morning. Do you
1: remember when you called me? Did I? You called me,
0: yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was early evening for you. You'd just come off the beach and you called me and I was on the way to work and you said to me, hello, Chris. And it was, I was on the A40, I'd just pulled in <laughs> for a coffee. You said, hello, Chris. I said, hello, Rod. He said, is it cold? Is it dark? Is it <laughs> raining? You poor sod. I've oh, just come off the beach. It's beautiful here. a <laughs> oh, mean-spirited sod I am. <laughs> but you had a night off that night and you were meeting the band for dinner. Yeah. So you do love hanging out together, don't you?
1: Oh, with you know, there's uh, 12 of us, 13 counting me. I take the band out for dinner once a week and I also take all the road crew out for dinner once a week and that gets out of hand. The last time <laughs> one of the boys was up on the table, his trousers around, his ankles, his, yeah. his whole thing hanging out. Did he know? Was he aware of it? <laughs> <laughs> Close, he was. <laughs> but
0: because, because you are where you are in your career, you know, for the band as well, you know, and for the guys who have been with you, you know, um, the backroom guys uh, and your sound, your techs and your engineers, and I know this because I've seen that we've got this tent, we've got a guitar tent for you, you know, backstage in the garden. Um, you've all been together for ages and now you're just having the time of your life touring and basically... It's a tour. It's a gratitude tour, almost, isn't it?
1: It is. It is, and it's. You know, when people say, "Oh, you work too," I, I don't. I don't. I've never considered it a job. Yeah. The only downside to it is, you know, when I'm when I'm away from all my kids. Yeah. And I've got eight, and the downtime during the day, which I overcome, that was I take my my railway equipment, my model railway stuff, and I have a project, and I build it on the road. You know, and then take it back and put it on the layout. You do know about my model railway Of course railway, I do. Didn't? I've seen yeah. you on the front cover of what is it, the magazine? Mayor Railway Modeller. Railway Modeler. Yeah. And it's not a
0: train set, it's a layout.
1: That's it. It's and a scale train model. Set, you, you, you'll cancel the gig on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: scale model layout. It's, it's great and uh, Jules you share yeah I know you've done an album with Jules but of
1: course you share the love of model railways We do yeah it's it's uh, I'm seeing him tonight for dinner and it'll be model railways first and then music second Oh my goodness me it's so cool isn't it
0: You talk about your love for the UK you've never fallen out of love with the UK I know that but you've never sort of been more in love uh, with because you want you you, you want to be here permanently now don't
1: you 100%. Yeah I do you know just driving along today it, it's There's no place better on earth than London and Britain when the sun's out. It's just wonderful out there now. My God, it's so busy down there. I know, it's really busy. It's madness. Yeah, it was really quiet
0: earlier on this morning, but for some bizarre reason, it's really, really busy today. There's a theory about that, about the fact that all the people who now do three days a week are making the most of today so they can have tomorrow off and work from home. Oh, I see. There's there's a new acronym for for it, but I'm not going to say what. I'll tell you what the words are. Three, what is it called? It's T W A. TS, what does it mean? I'm like, don't say, don't say what that spells. It doesn't matter. Okay, well, we'll move on. (laughs) Well,
1: that died in death. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, You,
0: you. So you're you're decamping from LA permanently to here. And you have a house for sale, which is really funny, uh, because you never shy away from stuff like that. Do You say, no, it's for sale. Get it out there.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 the chance of me selling it are very, very slim. Right. But, because I really love it. So unless I get the right price, I won't sell it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, there was a quote in the papers the other day, and I must get it right, or right it. Uh, it said that I thought LA was toxic. I don't think it's toxic really? at all. That didn't come out of my mouth. I love Los Angeles. Of course you do. I love it. And the American people have been very good to me. But uh, it's time to leave. It's time to go, come home and be with
0: yeah. be, because time doesn't do refunds and you want to be around your family as much as yeah, you can. Yeah, my two
1: boys, you know, fifteen and twelve are going to school here. Sorry, Alistair, you're seventeen, mate. Oh I wish I was dead. How <laughs> how many of the family are coming on Saturday? Uh, I don't think any of them because you know it's limited. I know pennies coming because it's our anniversary. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, on well, Saturday. On, Sat- no on Saturday. Way. Yeah,
0: it's one of those. It's written in the stars this week, isn't it? Yeah, it's written in the stars. And can you can you tell your version of the story of how this came? Back to life, this gig. Because I we, we thought it wasn't going to happen. And then I was at this dinner that you were at as well. And you shouted over to me and you just shouted a date at me. And I didn't know what you were talking about.
1: Well, you wanted to do it in the winter. Yeah. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea. It won't be enjoyable. It's, it's bound to piddle down with the rain. <laughs> and then we said, let's do it in the summer. And we talked. I talked to your people. And yeah. we came up with this on Saturday. Yeah, And you said, Simple.
0: June 17th. Did I? I said, Any good? You? and I said, What are you doing? The
1: gig. Do you still want us to do it? And I said, Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. I did forget about the anniversary, but Penny's not complaining. <laughs> She's in Italy at the moment picking truffles. Is she? So I have some, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> dogs I hope she brings them with her on Saturday.
0: So um so you're gonna come you're coming early then. Are you actually gonna come? Yeah, early? yeah,
1: I'll be down there about two o'clock. Really? And then I'll go and stay in the hotel for the afternoon. Yeah, okay, cool. Because it's important. I've how are we going to fit on this stage? Because there is a lot of us, as I keep saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but we'll work out. If Even if I to... go in the audience and sing, it'll be okay. If you had to get rid of some members of the band, who would be first to go? None of them. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> they, they, For the they... stage's sake. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. I would say, Chris, I can't do it because I like to put on a 100% yeah. show. I don't want to cut it down.
0: So, so McCartney, when he did it, same stage, literally the same stage. He he rebuilt the stage um, back at his house and then invited people around to see if they could fit on it. It was all right.
1: Bit late for that, mate. <laughs> oh, they're all flying, they're all flying in today. What about I know they are it's yeah, so exciting. They're all in today.
0: Um, what about the set list? What's going on with the set list? Do you mind your own business? Oh they so
1: excited, isn't it? <laughs> all the guys will be there? Yeah. They're no, all going no, to be are,
0: my team's gonna be there. Uh, any requests,
1: please? Wow. Sing along a ride, this is so much fun, isn't it? Yeah, please, requests are taken.
0: All right, so um, so these are, for people who might might want to get out and see you this year, you think, you, you're genuinely saying, you know, that this is your last rock and roll tour?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and so, um, people can still come see you and Boy George and G- Culture Club. I think it's the greatest. I mean, I know that technically Boy George and Culture Club are supporting you, but it's not oh, really. He's a lovely fella.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, I, I adore him. Uh, he's. We're going to do the Killing of Georgie together. <laughs> the Killing we of Boy are, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the Killing of Georgie because it, that song meant so much to him when he was a kid. Yeah, His yeah. mum bought it for him because yeah, yeah. they knew he was gay. Yeah. And she said, "I hope this song helps you." Wow. And that wonderful, Have what you, a wonderful <laughs> mum. Rehearsed that yet? No.
0: Oh, wow. RodStewart.com for tickets to come and see Rod and Boy George and Culture Club on tour. How did that happen?
1: I was asked uh, several people, that, you know, that could have been on the bill with me, and I chose Boy George. Right, and he's uh, as I keep saying, he's a lovely, lovely fella. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the best, and he really can sing, you
0: know. Oh, he's uh, well. Oh. I know he's fantastic. One of my favorites. So, have you heard the song Victims by? No. Culture Club. Should we play it? Do you want to hear it? That's a good idea.
1: Yeah? Because I can have a glass of water.
0: <laughs> and a cup of tea. Have we got victims? OK, let's call it up. OK, we'll call it up. We'll play a bit of Rod and then we'll segue into George. I'll have a cup of tea. Rod can have a glass of water. We might even have a whiskey chaser. I don't know. Oh, no. It's no, all no. going on today. <laughs> terrible traffic for a white rolls
1: royce this morning rod yeah it's uh it's <laughs> great uh, my, my driver throws it around like a sausage does it? Yeah, <laughs> he just, oh, yeah he just makes it work
0: you were busy yesterday uh with joan collins dame joan collins and lovely joanna lumley what and were you dame joanna lumley is, it, is she a dame now if well? you don't mind i didn't know that i never know because because th- there's um i always call judy Murray dame judy Murray, and she isn't Dame Judi Dench is, um, Dame Maureen Lipman, Dame Maggie Smith. I could go on, I won't, but Joanna's now a dame. Dame, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, she is.
0: When you and she were an item, did you ever think you'd be a knight of the realm and
1: she'd be a dame back in the 70s? No, I didn't. I mean, I was very intimidated by a posh accent, you know. In the 70s? Yeah. Where did you meet, you and Joanna? Oh, I can't remember, but I'll tell you a little story... (laughs) I had a a boat in in Marbella, in Porto Benoos, and a guy came up to me, he's a Scots guy, he said, I'll look after your boat, Rod, I know all about boats, I said, good, fabulous, (laughs) cut a long story short, I said, Joanne, let's go down to Spain, and we'll go out on my yacht, right, so walk along, and I see in the distance the yacht, it's all people sleeping on it, it's all beer cans, (laughs) it's covered in dirt, (laughs) And I said, Joanne, uh, let's go to the nearest hotel. <laughs> so who was this guy? He was a Scotsman. He was to a Chancellor, you know, he was He tried to make out he was a seaman. Oh, my goodness me. Well, he was a seaman
0: of sorts, no doubt. Uh, so yesterday you were turning out for Celia. Celia Hammond, yes. so tell Cat us about Foundation. What, what she? So she's Jeff Beck's... Jeff Beck's
1: ex, yes, yeah, yeah. She She looks after 700 cats, but now it's becoming difficult because a lot of the vets have left and gone to Australia and right. find work and so... It was it was a it was a big day. I bought a couple of tickets for um oh, what's his name? Botticelli, yeah. 20, 20 grand, go yeah, and 20. see him. And then another guy just gave gave her a hundred thousand pounds. Someone else doubled that two hundred thousand amazing 220,000 in, in a half an hour you seem to be more active than you've ever been before doing things
0: f- for 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 all the right reasons uh, for people who really need uh, your help help from all of us you were so generous with our NHS auction thanks so much for that Okay, mate. and the auction for Ukraine you gave us Cartier watches and stuff and because of you coming on board straight away I then sent the pictures of your stuff and your description of your item auction lots to other people and they then joined in because of your heat
1: so double thanks for oh, that tell goodness. us about potholes oh <laughs> potholes yeah I've got a Ferrari right and <laughs> uh, it got stuck once and it drove me mad and that, the next day I saw an ambulance with the light on the top and that was stuck in a great big hole Right. so me and the boys thought well let's go and do it ourselves so we just did it filled it all up and uh I see Schwarzenegger's doing it now as well. Yeah, yeah. He's the, a poor old man. It's so
0: funny, isn't it? And then, obviously, you've been very active with scanners. Tell us about what's going on with scans and you.
1: Yeah, um, I did a scan session in Harlow, and I paid for it at Harlow Hospital. But, funnily enough, no-one's followed up, so I need help. You know, I'll pay for any scans all around the country, wherever they are. I just need the hospitals to get in touch. Right. Because
0: You've always been... Big hearted, you know, I know you're here in front of me and it might sound like I'm blowing a smoke up where the sun don't shine, but you have always been, but you seem to be more and more mindful of things that you can do now, not just cheer people up and give them an escape via rock and roll, Um, you know, a, a drug with only positive side effects, music is what feelings sound like and it can move us beyond joy. Has it been a conscious decision for you to get more involved and active in things that
1: um, I don't think so. I I think I think what changed it is when I I got my knighthood, you know, that changed I thought I've gotta I've gotta live up to this. You know, I wanna help and do things, you know. The music's one thing and the, the, the legacy and everything, but I, I really want to help. So I think, you know, the last five years, six years since I got the knighthood.
0: Right. So it's, it's it did have an effect on you. That's interesting, yeah, it isn't did. it? And, yeah, And maybe an effect on you coming back here permanently. Maybe all that. Yeah. 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 Maybe you got it all going on. Um, from from everything you've ever done, and by the way, tell me to shut up if this is a stupid question because I'm renowned for them, as you know, because you've been on the other end of most of them. Um, do you, is there a standout moment, a live moment for you out of all your whole career, a, a, a standout, glistening, gleaming moment on stage. You think, that's the one. If I could take one thing with me, I'd take oh, that
1: moment. wow. I can't come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, is it one of those? <laughs> yeah. there have been so many. There's been too many.
0: You know. Okay, what about what about the, the most the most important tipping point or meeting for you making it and breaking into rock and roll? The,
1: the moment. Oh, with, without doubt, Jeff Beck. Right. Ian Ronnie O. Jeff Beck. I'll tell, right. tell you the most nervous show I've ever done. It was in front of Our Late Majesty the Queen. She was only sitting was so close, I mean, five yards away, oh. and band were up on the stage, and I could see she was dreading it because she thought <laughs> we were going to play Hot Legs and all loud, but we did the American Songbook, and the smile on her face was just gorgeous. Yeah. But I've never been so nervous really? as that, and the Duke of Edinburgh was sitting right next to her yeah, yeah. in great big thrones. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. It was a it charity.
0: And do, do you, obviously you're you're sort of stepping back from rock and roll after this this. Summer's live dates, which you, you can incredibly still get tickets for, RodStewart.com. Go, go there. I'm going to buy them all. I'm just going to buy them all and invite all my mates, um, which is a lovely thing. What have you done with? What have you bought for all your mates? That's a good, that's a good one. What have you? What have you treated? What's the best treat you've bestowed on, on your friends or your family? Uh,
1: my band. Yeah, whatever, instance, whatever. Just give us anything. Oh, it's a variation. You know, all my Celtic friends get Celtic memorabilia, and you know, it's. Uh, I can't. You've caught me out there. All right, best Celtic moment then. As a oh, Celtic fan, well, I think when we beat Barcelona two one, yeah, uh, yeah, and I was in the audio, in the in the crowd, and uh, Sky got me crying, crying my eyes Did out. Your Celtic top on? No, 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 I never wear a Celtic top. I don't have to prove I'm a Celtic well, supporter. Well, isn't there a special Celtic top with gold numbers on or something? Is that centenary? Uh, Yeah, I've got so many Celtic tops, you you know, I've got them all around my gym, all signed by all the players. I'm a bit of a groupie when it comes to that. Oh,
0: goodness me. All right, so we are heading, we are hurtling towards uh, Saturday at ours. Is it a a warm-up gig for the forthcoming live dates?
1: Is it a cool-down gig from Australia or is it just like a riot? It's a riot. (laughs) It's a riot. I can't wait. I just don't know where I'm going to finish up in the audience singing or <laughs> cuz there's so many of us it's going to be the best. If you had to sing one of the
0: song uh, what a song from somebody else you know what song
1: would you pick? What oh, song
0: I've... what song do you like to sing of somebody else's?
1: And uh, I like singing Temptation songs, Wish It Would Rain, right. My Girl, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Right, right. So, uh, David Ruffin, who was the lead vocalist, was a good mate of mine. Every time we used to play in Detroit with the Faces, he'd come up and sing with me. You remember David Ruffin yeah, with yeah, the glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was a good mate of mine. Oh, my goodness. So, right. anything by the temps. All right. Um,
0: thanks so much. I can only say thanks. I'm just so grateful. Um, you were
1: asking about Rachel before he, he said, he came in and he says, uh, Where's Rachel? <laughs>
2: I'm here
1: <laughs> yeah there were three people I was supposed to meet you and, and, and you three so I yeah. do not well, Ra- know whether Rachel was those two there Rachel's not coming on Saturday Cos
2: uh, I'm in Rotterdam because my best friend who lives in Australia is over in Rotterdam to speak at a medical conference and so a year ago I booked a ticket on you yours. must really oh, love her see to see miss her. out on the wedding. she was my bridesmaid
0: which is fair is that yeah.
2: fair yeah. That's, that's lovely okay.
1: Okay. that's lovely Pascuses, well done Rachel. is coming <laughs> yes I am okay. any requests <laughs> yeah oh I well, done you've got time let me know so, he may not be a fan he's thinking of course he's oh, a fan I don't fan. have any Rod songs of course he's a fan uh, can I ask you
0: about your hair right because I don't have any you have loads right and yeah. it's still it's all yours Yeah, it y- is. you have as much as you have and me teeth yeah and <laughs> you Had that, because, you know, you look at Jeff Beck, you look at the Rolling Stones, it's all about the hair. Now, you know, I'm all right. I'm over the fact that I don't have much anymore. Um, But there was a period, about 10 years, when I used to go into bars, especially if there were younger people in, and all I saw was hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What would you have done had you lost yours?
1: Because it's... Do you know, I get asked that question, I think about it all the time. Right. So I wake up in the morning, it looks like <laughs> this, I'm so lucky. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done, I, I can't answer that question. And, but, I do know why, why how to keep it healthy Tell us, though, tell us, tell us. Because I manipulate it a lot, my right. hair that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's this, constantly doing this. Right. You Which know, is hair true. drying it. That's what because like that.
0: I've got the caffeine shampoo, yeah. I've got the... I need then. I've got the fenistrine fenestrine, I've got it all. Doesn't help wearing a
1: hat. No, it doesn't help wearing a hat. No, you should take the hat off, let the fresh air get to okay, it. I'll take it off. I'll take it That's off. a good barney. Oh
0: come on, Charles. It's lovely. Seriously? No, it's a good barney. Um do you remember when we played football at Wembley? Yeah, it Wasn't that a day?
1: <laughs> oh. uh, I still play a bit. I know you do yeah, so
0: it. the last time I came to your house I've only been once listen to me when I came to your house um, and you made us very very welcome as did all your team Los Angeles
1: pass. no the one in Essex oh that one with a full size pitch
0: yeah yeah, yeah so absolutely. so when I last came there you you had your knee you had a little trolley for your ankles eh? yeah, so what yeah. was going on
1: with that I had a knee replacement alright simple, yeah, simple as that and you were missing football so much yeah and you still yeah, play I, I, still, I still do no I can't play competitive you know, I played with the boys, yeah. uh, you know, all the kids, and uh, that's about as far as. But it you goes. are seventy-eight, is that right? Yeah,
0: you don't look it, you don't sound it, you don't feel it. From my point of view, what does it feel like to be you in twenty twenty-three?
1: Uh, it's it's wonderful, you know. It's the there's this wonderful respect I feel. Don't know whether I'm pushing me luck here when I walk around the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people, I just feel love, and that's that makes you feel wonderful. When you came
0: on T5 Friday. And you sang to my mum and you sang Minnie Mae, not Maggie Mae to yeah. her. <laughs> you were the age then that I am now. How did you feel then? Because I want to compare how I feel now. <laughs> how did you feel at the age of 57? Well, let,
1: let me ask you a question. Do, do you exercise? Or every day? You do, seriously. Every single day. Bikes and everything. Everything. And your diet's good. I've already cycled this morning. My That's, diet's amazing. Your legs must be like steel if you cycle. That's great. Yeah,
0: they're getting better because I used to run a lot and I'm yeah. cycling more now.
1: Yeah, me too. Well, then you should feel great about yourself. Yeah. How did you, do got, you feel? You've got a great
0: job here. No, I'm not. Beautiful
1: I'm, people. I am
0: blessed. I am 100% blessed. Yeah, me too. How did you feel then and how do you feel now compared to that? And what is it? How do you maintain your wellness?
1: Well, I'm a hypercontract. You know, I just... Um, if I get an acre of pain, I'm down to the doctors. i right. so you, don't, you don't
0: fear an inspection, because that is a thing, isn't it? Fear what? Fear an inspection. Blokes are scared of going no, to...
1: No, oh, that is so right. I, I, I'm totally the opposite. I like to make use of all the medical advancements that have been made. You know, I, 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 everything I can do, I check my body. Right. I had a blood test yesterday, a blood test before, day before. Yeah, I had one last work. week. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's good. There's nothing cancerous in my body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know men are very, especially when it comes to finger up the bottom, Yeah. you know, for prostate cancer. Yeah. You've got to get it done, guys. Yeah. Please. And also, honestly. I was lucky. I got away with it.
0: Yeah, so, so did I. They found yeah. they found little bits and bobs with me, um, and they snipped them out. They sent them off for a biopsy. They they were uh, they weren't cancerous, but they could well have become cancers. That's it. Exactly. And well once done. You, once you pop your finger up the bum cherry, after that it's like you know crack on. You just yeah. got to do it the first yeah. time, haven't
1: yeah. you? And it don't hurt. I no, you don't you know, <laughs> don't, don't you know why, why guys don't get it done now, well you you can understand why but anyway you should get it insult done insult to their masculinity yeah. probably uh, if not for your sake for the
0: sake of those who love you and want you to be around for as long as possible you got to go now I know you've got to go now thank you I'll see you in the garden on Saturday 2 o'clock on the dot Two I shall o'clock. be there I shall be there I'll, I'll see you so just for this uh, afternoon uh, I'll see all the gang you're the best <laughs> Rod Stewart hey, Hey there, this is the Chris 7 Show with Cinch, who don't just offer great quality cars, but also great quality service with a dedicated customer service team available seven days a week. Plus, there's a Cinch app, as if cinch.co.uk isn't enough. You can browse thousands of cars with the app, filter your searches, and buy your next car in just a few taps. The app is on Google Play and App Store. You can search, shop, and pay for your next car all in the Cinch app. It's so easy. It couldn't be easier. And, of course, you get all the same benefits like free home delivery and a 14-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked other than where would you like the money sending back. Try it out. Download the Cinch app today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. the US Golf Association, had given a present to the Los Angeles Country Club by gifting them the honour of hosting the US Open. But Vasos is telling me, fascinatingly,
3: that it's the other way round. Yes, yeah, so the US Open starts today at the Los Angeles Country Club for the first time in 75 years it's been there. And it's not that they've wanted it and they've wanted it and the USGA have bestowed it. It's the other way round. The USGA have but basically permanently said, please can we have your our tournament at your course? Please can we have our tournament at your course? And the, the very exclusive LACC have said absolutely not. In 1986, they nearly said yes. The president of the club at the time was a guy called Charles Alder, who was the judge in the Charles Manson trial, but he was outvoted 5-4 when he wanted to host the tournament. Actors used to be banned from the Los Angeles Country Club because they weren't our sort of people. People like Bing Crosby and Victor Mature, who I thought was a Viz character, but it turns out he was a really big actor in the 40s, they were banned. Ronald Reagan couldn't get into the Los Angeles Country Club until he became president. When he was an actor, it was a no.
2: Do you think that was his motivation? (laughs)
3: Lionel Richie's house, this is my favourite bit, Lionel Richie's house... Overlooks the fourteenth hole. Lionel Richie's house is a is a French inspired chateau built by the guy who used to produce Dynasty and Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Right? Is it the Spelling House? It's a, like a French inspired chateau. It's Aaron's, Aaron, Aaron spelling.
0: spelling. It's Aaron Spelling's house. And didn't hasn't Aaron? Didn't Aaron Spelling's son or daughter get together with Lionel Richie's daughter? Isn't that how it happened? And then Lionel went round for tea. And said, "Oh, I like your house." Said, "Funny enough, we're selling it." Is that? Is this not what happened?
3: I don't know. All I know
2: is Was how it many a diary? bedrooms. Diary.
3: I just know how many bedrooms Lionel Richie has at his place. Okay. And the answer is. It's 123. Is it?
0: Is it 123?
3: I don't like him. I like him a little <laughs> bit less than I liked him this morning. Really.
2: He's very intuitive. <laughs> quite a low bar,
3: isn't it? Could you like me
2: really less? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, he's guffawing.
2: <laughs> Not a heist, it's a hotel. By the way,
0: all those facts about the Los Angeles Country Club are great, so we need to come up with some facts. We've we just got to get some pub ammo going. It's that kind of weekend. There's going to be lots of cold drinks had in lots of gardens, and, you know, w- once the conversation uh, gets to... Uh, when, when the atmosphere gets to a certain level of, I don't know, um, congeniality, you've just got to... Conversation really stops, and you've just got to start spouting out great pub ammo. Ammo, whether you're in a pub or not so we've got a that's all good he's that's there's great. loads of pub that's ammo great. There. I've got something to do with being in the right place at the right time what have you got something to do with I've got
2: something to do with the world's deadliest hunter all
0: right let the listeners decide <laughs> which is the best pub ammo they can take into the weekend there's this story here a remarkable hundred-year-old woman says the secret to a long life is gin and she's one of ours her name's Beatrice Peters and she woke up to a telegram from the king and another bottle of gin she says to the secret of her longevity and her health, she's really sprightly and sparkling. She says she doesn't age, she doesn't creak at all. She says, I think it's gin.
2: How much gin?
0: I like
3: gin, but only if there's something with it. I don't know how much
0: no, gin. Not
2: straight. How do you That would be ridiculous.
3: How do you send a telegram? How, how does the king do that? How do you send a telegram? What he is has a people. telegram? He has people, he has
0: people. He's the king. He's the, uh, king. He's the king.
3: He's the king of telegrams. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever sent a
0: telegram? Look, hang on a minute, Vassos. Yes. He's... Silhouette is on stamps. Yes. It's called the Royal Mail. He <laughs> has an in. Don't worry about it. All right. I don't know how you send them, but I know how he says them, sends them. Hi, Chris Vastis, and Rachel. What a way to start the day! So great to find out from you that gin, my favourite tipple, is the secret to longevity. <laughs> Woohoo! Says Abigail in beautiful sunny weather. Well, everything in moderation, Abigail. Everything yep. in moderation. Vasos just launched, opened this whole show, launching pub ammo missiles at us, exocets, yeah. just so good. All about the same thing. All about the fact that the U.S. Open starts today, but it's at the Los Angeles Country Club for the first time in 75 years, and why? And it was, it was, it was too good for him. So we now, <laughs> Rachel, we have to, we have to come up with something else. What do, what do you, what can you hit me with and the listeners with?
2: So, yes. I can hit you with facts about uh, the world's deadliest hunters.
0: Oh, you mean... The, so, it's got to be a cheetah, a lion mm. or uh-uh. a leopard or uh-uh. a hyena. I know what it is. It's a peregrine falcon.
2: Much smaller.
0: Um, crocodile.
2: uh uh-uh. I know
0: that's not smaller <laughs> than a falcon. Okay, <laughs> yeah. no. I, baby. Well, I've got that crocodile. through now. No. Okay,
2: go on. Oh, it is airborne. Yes. It does have massive eyes. Eagle. No. Massive eyes.
0: Massive eyes. Yeah. Ow! Incorrect. Well, they have massive eyes. That's true. A good guess what you're laughing at before.
2: <laughs> because I was thinking, I was laughing at the idea of an owl as the world's deadliest hunter. It is, well, it's got actually a very deadly animal name in its title, but yes. it is not that animal.
0: Is it a real animal?
2: It is a real animal.
0: What, the name of the... The
2: name in, uh, no, um, um, yes.
0: It's a real animal? Real animal. Oh, it's not, so it's not a dragonfly then? Yes, it is. So a dragon's a real animal?
2: Komod- Komodo dragons. Oh yeah,
0: I suppose so. Yeah. It's a dragonfly?
2: It's a dragonfly. Did I just get it and not get it? Yes.
3: Wow, I just got it and not got it. That's (laughs) so cool.
2: That's never happened
3: before. A dragonfly. A
2: dragonfly catches over 95% of its intended targets. (laughs) (laughs) My kind of creature. Is that twice a cheetah? I don't know how much a cheetah gets, but it's less than that because the dragonfly is the world's deadliest hunter. So if you see one... Run away because it's got such massive eyes, it can track and predict its prey's movements before the prey even knows what it's going to do. I don't know
0: about this. I think, doesn't it? Right, you're not going to believe this now. Vasuska is going to do one of those really sort of um, sanctimonious guffaws in my direction. Um, sanctimonious? Yeah. Um, isn't a dragonfly's eyesight so good because each eye is made up of 360 other eyes? Doesn't it have 360 eyes per eye? Oh, it
2: makes me feel a bit sick.
0: I think it does. I think it does. And also, isn't it because it's so manoeuvrable? Because it's like a helicopter. It can go back and forward, up, down and upside down and side to side. Isn't that all true?
2: I, yes, I'm going to say yes, because I'm not terrified of dragonflies. Uh, do you know what? That whole eye has made me feel a bit sick yeah. and I
0: said it. Yeah. I feel a bit chundery. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. It is true.
2: I'm saying yes. I'm trying to, I'm googling. <laughs> you don't want to look I'm it up. desperately googling.
3: Oh, this is oh, this is too good. Have you got it? That was very good. Well, Thank I you, thought
0: man. mine was fantastic till you, <laughs> wanged on about the Los Angeles Country Club hosting the US Open for the first time, and it was very interesting. And then that's that's that literally is a killer fact from you.
2: Yeah, thanks.
0: Because it's the most efficient killer on the planet, yeah. the dragonfly.
2: More than 95% of its intended and targets. And there are many
0: different kinds of
3: dragonflies, I think.
2: More than 5,900.
3: What, species of dragonflies?
2: Yep. What?
3: And what are its intended targets generally?
2: Uh, Vassals Alexander's and Christopher Evans's. OK. Insects. <laughs> creepy your <Yes. guys>. call. <laughs>
3: Ne'er-do-wells.
0: Unwelcomes. Mine's about Nish Kumar.
2: Go on. I love Nish Kumar. <laughs> I, so do
0: I, but I, don't, I think it's going to pale compared to no, you two. No, it won't. You two are on fire at the moment. Did you hear Nick Grimshaw's story about Casamigo? No. No. So we're going to go and record an episode of Dish. This is a brilliant podcast. It's with Waitrose. It's with our pals who also um, sponsor Graham's show, Graham Norton's show, exclusive to Virgin Radio every Saturday and Sunday. So Nick does this brilliant, it's a brilliant podcast. If you've never heard podcasts before, it's small and perfectly formed. It's box fresh. It's half an hour ish so sometimes 27 minutes sometimes 37 minutes but never 40 and never sort of under 25 and it's fantastic he hosts it with Angela Hartnett she does the cooking they invite a guest along and it's just brilliant it's so uplifting it's so upbeat it's so refreshing it's so positive and it's really informative I don't know how they get it all in in half an hour. Charlotte Church's episode was fantastic. Um, Adam Hill's episode. They're all good. In fact, they're all good. They're all really good. Um, uh, Amanda, what's her name? Hers- Holden? No, um, the lady from uh, Ted Lasso. Hannah. Hannah <laughs> Waddingham. Amanda Hannah Waddingham. <laughs> she, she's recorded one. It's not out yet. I can't wait. To, I cannot wait to hear hers. But it's a fantastic podcast. Um, when Nick was talking to somebody recently on the podcast, he um, they get on to the fact that, you know when you can over overindulge in one particular drink and it turns you off that drink forever, mm. right? So th- that's sort of me and Negroni. I, you just can't get on with Negronis. I've, I've had a few of them, a few too many, a couple of times, and I just they just don't sit well with me. For Angela Hartner, it's tequila, and she she said, you know, as a student, she over tequila And she said now if she looks at a bottle that might be the same shape of bottle as tequila comes in. She has to run a mile. Wow. So that's pretty. So then Nick chimes in with, have you tried Casamigo, though? Uh, Casamigo. Oh, she said, oh, George Cleaney. She said, yeah, a friend of mine. He said, I wasn't into tequila, but a friend of mine brought some go back uh, and they said this is George Clooney's um, um, tequila you you should try it said, I don't like tequila no this is different you have it on ice it's different it's not sharp it's not a sort of uh, a fuel like it's not as, it's, it's not it's just smoother you will like this. This, this, this you will probably like this and then he checks out the bottle and it's signed by George He's thinking, oh my goodness me, how did my friend who lives in Los Angeles, how does he know George, McLe- George Clooney? And so he puts the bottle away for ages and ages and ages, thinking, when are we going to open this sign? We're never going to open it because it's signed. You know, you could drink it and just have the signed bottle, but it's not the same thing. And has it got any value? And is it more valuable when it's closed? And you never know when you might fall on hard times and have to auction off your bottle of George Clooney signed tequila. Then about a month, two months later, he goes to Waitrose, bizarrely, and he sees some Casamigo tequilas and realizes they they're all signed. And that's just the trademark.
2: Poor <laughs> 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 oh, little Nick Grimshaw. I know. It's so
0: funny. Anyway, it's a great podcast. I can't remember why I'm telling you this story.
2: Uh, drinks. Yeah. Mish Kumar. Drinks. Nish, Kumar Nish
0: Kumar. We're on the show later. We're going to do our show. We're going to go and record our episode later. Very excited, as you can tell. So much going on Do you today. know what
2: they're going to cook for you?
0: Um, no, I've given them some ingredients and they, they sort of unleash you on the, that on you when you arrive. But it's brilliant because Angela Hartner's cooking for us. Delish. Literally cooking on gas. So here's my little pub mm-hmm. Nish Kumar, who is also a recent guest on Dish, right? So he's the for a start, he's the only person whose name rhymes with the podcast, which he was very pleased about. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Which, I'm going to go with Krish today, which is nearly Dish. Yeah. It's not quite. And so... He talk about being in the right place at the right time. Here, here's the thing. Do the right things and the right things may happen to you. Okay, so here we go. So Nish Kumar is a massive fan of a podcast in America called Pod Save America. And Pod Save America is produced, presented by ex-Barack Obama White House staffers. Wow. So they really know what they're talking about and they really want to save their country and so they have a podcast now because podcasts are really powerful and, and cut through and have huge audiences that they think a podcast might save America. So they've got this podcast called Pod Save America. And because Nish is a political comedian and he's, he's, he has all these opinions and he's brilliant, he's funny and he's, he's incisive, he heard that his favourite podcast in the world, Pod Save America, was coming to the UK to record some live shows. So he buys a ticket to go to the recording of Pod Save America like like anybody would. So he's in the audience and they're recording a couple of episodes. And for the second episode, one of the guests can't make it, cancels like literally 10 minutes before they're expecting this guest to arrive at the theatre to do a live recording of Pod Save America and they don't turn up. One of the producers, UK friends, is backstage and says, um, you, why don't you call Nish Kumar? Because I know Nish loves this podcast, and he doesn't live that far away. So they text him, and they say, "Text." They text Nish, and they say, "You're not going to believe this." But um, Pod Save America, just on the off chance, you know, we're at the theatre tonight. We're recording a live episode, uh, uh, but a guest has just dropped out. Are you available? He says, not only am I available, (laughs) I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes on, he smashes it, right? And they're so impressed with him. They say, why don't you do... A version of what we do in the UK will produce it, and it's called Pod Save the UK. And he does, and that's how it happened. That's...
2: That is a very good story. <laughs> you know that story. I love that story. Excellent
3: love music, love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist including George Ezra
1: This is going to be something I'll remember and that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past
3: and James Bay Come on, Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash UK